Welcome to Uncovering the Subconscious Podcast, where I will teach you how to manifest your dream life. My name is Dana, and join me as I travel the world, learning all about mindset and meeting new people that have a story to share. Hey guys, welcome to episode 26 of Uncovering the Subconscious Podcast. I'm so glad to have you all back and ready for another exciting episode. Uh, So this episode is about limiting beliefs and not letting your limiting beliefs hold you back. So before we get into the episode, I thought I'd give an update of my week so far. Um, I don't know if you can tell by my croaky voice, but I am unfortunately very sick at the moment. I've got this awful croupy cough, which uh, we all love it, don't we? We love that middle of the night wake up where (laughs) you, you get stuck in a coughing fit and you just wake up every single room surrounding you. Um, So that is me right now. So I might have to stop and start a bit in this episode and yeah, you'll just be able to hear my voice is very different. Uh, Also this week, uh, not too much has happened. I've been going to these social events, these 20s, 30s social events to meet new people, which has been really, really good. And I did go ahead with my plan to do something adventurous last week and I became a bit of a tourist myself, a tourist in London, and I went for a bit of adventure. And it was actually really, really good because I did post about this on my story, but I it just really helped me to embrace the soul traveler part. Like I went to this tourist site, I think it was the Tower, I, I can't remember what it's called, but in London, the Tower. And um, I was just sitting there and I could hear these American tourists, uh, these three male American tourists. So I like asked them if they were from America, started talking a little bit with them and it was good. It was a good conversation. And then I started speaking to this another American girl a little while later. Like it's just, it's amazing how much easier it becomes to talk to people when you're embracing that soul traveler. Like it's just a different thing. Whereas if I had been sitting in prep just after work one day or just for a random example I would have just overthought it and I would have just been like I can't talk to these people no they're not traveling I can't talk to them like when you're in the travel mindset things just change and it's it's really powerful and it's really cool anyway that is the update for today and well this week and we should probably get straight into the episode. So how to not let your limiting beliefs hold you back. And the things we're going to discuss in this episode include what are limiting beliefs, examples of limiting beliefs, how to identify them, uh, the causes, uh, how they can hold you back, how to overcome limiting beliefs and turn them into positive beliefs how you can conquer your limiting beliefs with your soul traveler and also manifestation and limiting beliefs because when it comes to manifestation, limiting beliefs is a really, really big part of over, uh, overcoming to receive your manifestation. So what are limiting beliefs? So in early childhood, we if you look back at your early childhood, you would notice that you probably didn't have much fear then. Or even look at young children today. Like a lot of children, they just don't have that fear. And one example I always think of is rock climbing. Uh, You put an adult on rock climbing, someone who doesn't have much experience with rock climbing, um, they're very hesitant, they're very slow, it's very hard for them. You put a child on rock climbing who has no fear, they will rip up that because they're not worried about something dropping out. They're just climbing to climb. They just think it's fun. And this is a good example. Like with as a child, you have no fears. You wouldn't question things. You don't think of consequences. So you just do. 
But over time, rules get introduced and fears start to grow. And look, sometimes fears can be a good thing. Fears can stop you from harming yourself. But fears can often be really bad and they start, fears help you develop those limiting beliefs. So limiting beliefs are stories that we tell ourselves about who we are that hold us back from becoming who we're actually meant to be. And they really limit us from reaching our full potential. Normally, they're subconscious, so we don't even know that we have them. Like They're so deep into our subconscious that you just don't know that they're affecting your life as much as they are. And then these limiting beliefs end up turning into things like uh, negative emotions like imposter syndrome, anxiety, procrastination. Limiting beliefs cause you to become so aware of a situation that it will stop you from chasing after your dreams, forming healthy relationships, or creating change in area, area in any area of your life because you have just this huge big fear of what could go wrong or this belief that you are not capable of doing that. I found this article that explained it in a really interesting way and it's kind of describing how we have three levels of skin. And the first is your shape and identity and it's who you are to the core. The second is who who you present to other people. And the third skin is the space you choose to live in. And the first skin relates to kind of your limiting beliefs and what you what your beliefs are to the core. When you sort out your first skin and you master your first skin, you can really master the rest. So you need to be able to get down to those core beliefs and and change them to be a, a much more positive in order for the rest of the your skins to be able to change to the level that you need them to be. So a few examples of what limiting beliefs can be, and it can really affect any areas of your life. Like limiting beliefs doesn't go to a particular area. doesn't just go to like career or relationships. It can be anything, minimal or maximum. Um, anyway, so different areas and different uh, ways that it can hold you back. And so some examples is like, I don't have time. I don't have what it takes. I don't deserve love. I'm not good enough for this job. I'm too busy to start a hobby. These are all beliefs that you have cemented about yourself. And when you believe that, then no, you will not have enough time to start a hobby that could really, really benefit you, or you will not have enough time to chase your dreams because you believe that. And if you believe that, then of course you're not going to. So how exactly can you identify a limiting belief? So while I discuss how you can identify, I'm going to use one of my own examples to help you understand a bit further. So the next time you have a negative thought, so something that holds you back in some way, I want you to write it down and ask yourself, is this true or is it a limiting belief? Like, is there any evidence behind this? And once you've identified it as a limiting belief, Write down what the exact belief is so that you can get a more clear idea. So for example, one of my beliefs that I am working on is this idea that I have to be the best at my job, that I have to be better than any, anyone else, that I can't, that I, yeah, just this idea that I have to be the best. So once you have that belief and you've written it down, um, it may also help, it may cause you to think of some other similar beliefs uh, that you have developed. So if you think of any other limiting beliefs that connect to that one, write it down, any at all, just write it down. And then the next thing I want you to do is think of scenarios where you have acted negative or toxic because of this belief. So again, my belief, I have to be the best at my job. When have I acted negative or toxic? I've reacted negative 
when someone else has received praise. And I've felt that that means that they're better than me and I'm not as good as my job because they've received praise, which from a third person party, you can look at it and be like, that's absolutely bullshit. But when it's a belief that you've developed in your head, it's really hard to see past that. So writing that down and acknowledging that. So I react negative to someone else getting praise. Having that limiting belief in front of you allows you to identify it. And when you identify your belief, you can start working on how to fix it. And I'll go further down, like further into the episode, I will go into how you can change that belief. But just, it's just important to be able to identify it first and know it's there. And also don't judge yourself for it because beliefs come from somewhere. And the reason these beliefs are here is because of something. And if you judge yourself for it, it's going to be harder to change it because it's harder to admit when, um, when admit something negative about yourself if you're judging yourself. Um, another way that you can identify a belief as well is to just know areas where you feel challenged. So for example, in my day-to-day week, I really struggle sometimes to find motivation to post on my page. And if I look deeper into that, it can be the belief that I don't think I'm good enough or the post is not going to receive enough um, credit or it's not going to help at all. So what's the point of posting? And that's like once you start noting where you feel challenged, it won't be the exact belief, but you can then work down into where what the belief is that comes from that. So I now want to look at causes. So where do limiting beliefs come from? Because I do think it's really important once you've identified a belief to look at where it comes from, because it can be really hard to change a belief if you haven't worked on the root of the problem. Would also recommend listening to the episode about the root chakra, which is about where you come from. Anyway, so one of the places that your limiting belief can come from is your family beliefs. So because you're growing up being raised by parents or caregivers with a certain belief system, and this is in a primal time when you're developing your own belief system, their beliefs very well may stick to you. And although you may be able to look right now, compare your beliefs to your parents and say, we have so many differences, and that's because other life experiences has changed some of your beliefs. But there's still things that will stick with you. And an example of this is say you don't believe you can work in something that's your passion and you think that everyone has to work that nine to five hard job that earns a lot of money. That could be a belief that stems from your family, something that has a limiting belief that has been given to you by your parents or caregivers because that's something they always have believed. And it's something that you now believe it's just a society thing. It's just a society thing. You need to work to be able to earn money, to be able to afford to live. And that is the limiting belief that is now holding you back from um, finding your passion. Another way, uh, another cause of limiting beliefs can be how you were raised, which really connects again to family beliefs. So although I think it is important to remember that I've seen these posts lately and it's very true, like your parents, they're still learning too. So they, and I think you probably won't, we will never really understand that until we're parents ourselves. but they are human too. They're still learning. They're going through life the very first time as well. So they are going to make mistakes along the way and we can't completely hold that against them. And it doesn't help us just by holding it against them and saying it's their fault because that doesn't, that just is victim mentality and that doesn't help. Um, but sometimes the way you were raised and the way your parents did things may have stuck with you. 
And again, this is why it's important to note that your parents are human too, because we put our parents on it. We can easily put our parents on a um, pedestal where we think they know so much more than us. They know the way to do it. So they must be right. But in reality, they're learning too. So why do we go completely on the faith of the way they've learned when it's not necessarily what it should be? So another example for this if you were constantly guilted as a child, so you, maybe you got the whole like, um, oh, you mustn't love me or, or anything like that, just the constantly guilted as a child, you may tend to use that now in adulthood and you might believe that the only way to get something is to guilt someone and that you will never get something just by asking. You have to make someone feel guilty and you have to um, try and use that to, that tactic to get what you want. Again, this is just how you were raised, how your parents might have done it, how they might have um, gotten what they wanted was through guilting you. And that made you believe that that is what you must do. And again, this is another limiting belief that you should then learn to come from a much different point of view, that you can just ask, you can build relationships and you can get things in different ways. Uh, Another way is through education. So education is where we are told the things that we are taught are facts. And what I mean by this is in schooling, everything that we learn in schooling, we're told is 100% fact. And there's no way that a teacher could be wrong because what they're teaching is correct. And do you know what? Again, teachers are human. Like things, things go wrong. And I, when I did a teaching course, I experienced that. Like if, if I got stuck on something, I was like, oh God, like I feel so much pressure to be a teacher. Like I feel so much pressure to get the right answer because then they believe me. And that's the thing. We just put so much trust into like authority figures and educators that we just immediately, we will believe whatever they say. So when they tell us something, this is where our limiting belief could develop. For example, I used to have a teacher that would always say that you have to go to university, you have to go to university. And if you don't go to university, you can't have a good career. Luckily, that limiting belief didn't stick with me. Don't get me wrong, I still went to university, but that was because I wanted to. It wasn't about the career side of it, it was about the experience of university. But I know that her words must have hurt a lot of people and made them feel like they weren't good enough if they if they didn't go to university and I know her children as well, they all went to university and they most likely grew up with the belief that they had to, that they couldn't not, they had to go to university because that was the belief that she had set upon them. And she most likely passed that on to a lot of other students that you had to go to university. And my big belief is no, you don't. There's so many successful people that did not go to university. I remember my mum who didn't go to university. She started work straight out of high school. Oh, she was already working there. So she's been at her working as a practice manager um, for quite a while now. She's worked in the business for 20 years. And so she's quite high in the role. She didn't go to university. She's quite good at her job. Like I'm always quite impressed with what she does. And she went to a course one day and there was all these people around her that had all these like degrees and she said it was very like off-putting, like it made her very nervous. And the the uh, the person teaching the class was asking questions and my mum was answering quite a bit of the questions. And she was talking to her afterwards and she's like, yeah, it's quite, 
like university is good don't get me wrong you learn things from it but also putting yourself into the field is so important so it's not necessarily one's better than the other it's that you learn things from different from doing different and I've kind of went on a tangent now onto why university or not university is better but this is just an example of a limiting belief that a lot of people do develop Uh, another cause is experiences and this is a big cause for limiting belief because you'll notice a lot of your limiting beliefs comes from a one-time experience something that happened that made you think okay that was a negative experience I'm never going to do this again because it didn't work out and it's so easy and I so get why that happens like say okay really random examples hey you got on a plane and the plane crashed and you lived and everything was fine but then you're going to get that belief that planes are dangerous and if you get on a plane again it could crash like it's like getting back on the horse it's like when something goes wrong it's very easy to believe that it's going to happen every time even if you've done it a hundred times before and it never went wrong um an example of this is say you ask someone out and they said no and you now develop this limiting belief that you can't ask anyone out because they're going to say no. So you have you develop this kind of fear of rejection and that this idea that you will get rejected. And it's just experiences are so good because they can teach us like how far we can go. But the problem is, is when we let one negative experience determine our whole belief system. So how exactly does limiting beliefs hold you back in life so we've already kind of covered a few things and a few ways that they can hold you back in life but here's a few more so your reality is a reflection of your strongest beliefs so the more you believe something the truer it's going to be so the more you believe that you are not good enough for a job or that you are not worthy for someone or you could never move across the world. Any any belief, it can be minimal or major. Like the more you believe it, the truer it is. So once you start changing that belief and you stick with that new belief, it's not going to be true. Another way it holds you back is you miss out on opportunities. You avoid doing things that could bring you the desire and what you want because you just believe it's not going to happen. So you kind of go, what's the point? What's the point of me going to this party when I know that I, I'm i not good at interacting with new people? So your belief is you're not good at interacting with new people. So you don't go to this party and you avoid meeting some really amazing people that could be lifelong friends or some really amazing people that are going to lead you to a really great job opportunity or a travel or whatever opportunity so you avoid doing these things that could really help you because you have this set belief because like you say you're not good at interacting with new people but then how do you know that like how do you know you just haven't been interacting with the wrong people and that this this place you're going to be is you this event you're going to go to is actually going to have some people that you get along with really well um another way it holds you back is you're confined to the belief so you are not qualified to do that job, therefore you're not qualified to do that job. Kind of what I've already like stated. Once you believe something, it is the truth. Like there's, you are confined to be that limiting belief. And the last part I want to touch on on how it can hold you back is that you can't reach your full potential because you're held back by this belief. You cannot be your higher self. You cannot be your soul traveler when you are being held back by a belief because it's blocking you from going that next step. And you can never get past that step 
until you change that belief and realize that it's it's not it's not factual so on to the important part is how can you overcome these limiting beliefs and look this is going to take time don't think that you can rush this or you can do all your limiting beliefs at once and just whoop done like I don't believe these anymore because we know beliefs are ingrained into us and it does take time to actually change the belief but don't let this put you off like try and work on like one particular belief particular belief at a time and work on changing that so to begin with how to overcome you need to focus on your internal dialogue so Focus on how you're speaking to yourself and think about like, do you treat yourself like you would treat a friend? Like if when you're worrying about something and you're worrying that you're not good enough for something, would you can, if your friend was worried about this, would you continue saying no? Yeah, you're right. Like you shouldn't ask that guy out or guy or girl out on a date because you're not good enough for them. And I, if I yeah, I think you should just kind of, give it a miss like would you say that to a friend no well I hope you wouldn't no so this idea that you have that you cannot be good enough for something you would never ever ever tell your friend that they're not good enough if you're a good friend at least and otherwise you probably should visit my toxic friend episode anyway so no you wouldn't do it so why are you telling yourself the same thing why are you telling yourself you're not good enough you need to change the way you word your situations and you need to catch yourself out on it and not allow yourself to speak to yourself like that essentially you're being a bitch to yourself (laughs) So while you're focusing on your internal dialogue, you should also keep a thought journal. So once you recognize a negative thought, you can work on challenging them. So every time a thought comes up, note it down in your book and you might start to see a trend that you might see that a lot of the thoughts center around a particular topic and then you can start working on that particular topic a little bit more. So say um, a lot of it's about your career and that you're not good enough and that you're not, you don't think you could ever reach a level of, um, like a level of that career and you just you just have a lot of doubt around when it comes to your job and so that's by keeping a thought journal you'll be able to become more specific on where the issues are coming from I also think a really good tip is to start identifying your limiting belief as a person so I do this my person is Kate so Kate is a separate being who has this belief. So I don't have this belief. Kate has this belief. So every now and then Kate might chop up and be like, Dana, I don't think you can do that because you're actually not that great at your job. So you should not go for that promotion. And then I'll turn around and be like, Kate, can you just, 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 Kate. When you can separate and kind of be like, Kate is a separate person to you. It's a lot easier to ignore Kate and just be like, no, you're just full of it. You're just, you have this belief in yourself that you can't do this. Like, no, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to just listen to myself. Um, Now, another way that you can overcome this limiting belief is also to organize your environment. So you'd be shocked how a lot of your limiting beliefs can come from the environment you're surrounding yourself in. So what are you holding on to, say, at your house that you that is holding you back. What is keeping you back? You should do a scan of each room, like take your time, work your way through each room and try and work out exactly like what is holding you back. Like, could it be something that belongs to an ex that makes you believe you'll never get over your ex? 
uh, yeah, well, you're not going to get over your ex if you've still got their old jumper. Like, get rid of it. <laughs> like, they just keep, do a scan and see what in your room does not serve you and does not serve your soul traveler. And also, if it's really messy, like, messiness can really be downputting and really bring down your mood. And so that could give you this idea that you're not good enough because, like, you can't even, you're not even keeping your room clean or, like, it can just, this negative emotions can develop from, a messy, a messy house. So organize your environment, try and keep it clean as much as you can, because it can really reframe your mind. Something I'd really, really recommend to overcome your limiting belief is to explore more. So open your mind to new things because a closed mind is going to cause you to get stuck in old ways and you're going to believe that things can't change. So once you develop curiosity Um, it allows you to develop new beliefs. So this is why traveling is so important. So the more you travel, the more you're open to new beliefs and the more you're going to learn new things. And so the more you're exploring, the more that your, your limiting beliefs can be open to changing and amending. And the final one I want to talk about that is super important is push yourself out of your comfort zone. This is the hard one, but it is important. So a really good way to change that limiting belief is to do the thing that you don't think you can. So prove to yourself and prove to your limiting beliefs that they are wrong. Like you can do it. Like you can, you can do that thing that scares you. And once you've done it, you'll be like, oh, okay, maybe I was wrong. Maybe it's not true. Maybe that limiting belief is really just a limiting belief. It's not factual. So push yourself and try and do it. Like even if you do it, start small and work your way up, but push yourself to start doing things that you don't think you can do. So to kind of continue on from that, I want to talk about how you can turn your limit, limiting beliefs into positive beliefs. So a powerful way to overcome limiting beliefs is just to flip the script. Um, this can be really, really good because you still need to do all of the above and you still need to like explore. You need to push yourself out of your comfort zone, but you also need to have an idea of what your new script is going to be. So what, how can you turn your limiting beliefs into something that empowers you instead? And once you've got this new empowering belief, you can work on it and you can change it. So once you have observed and you know what the limiting belief is, that you should start with asking questions about this belief. So First, start with checking the reality of the belief. So what evidence that would stand up in a court of law supports this belief? What shows that this belief is true? Like, is there any evidence, any evidence that would stand up in a court of law? And then are you jumping to any negative conclusions with this belief? Next, you want to look for alternative explanations. So the questions you want to ask here is, is there another reality that could be possible? Or If this was my friend's problem, what advice would I give them? And then next, you want to use goal-directed thinking. So does this level of thinking help me with my goals? And then what can I do to solve the problem? And then finally, you want to change that belief. So how can I change this belief to be more realistic and more in my favor? And what evidence do I have that actually supports this new belief? So once you've reworded this belief and you've changed it into a much more positive idea, so say say your belief was that I am not good enough to go for this job promotion. Your new belief is going to be I am successful and I can and I have it in me to get this job promotion, for example. So what evidence do you have to support this new belief? You have that you've got a lot of experience, that you've um, you've done a lot of things surrounding, you've managed a team before, whatever, whatever. Like 
give all the evidence that you have that supports this new belief, just so you can cement that belief further. I am going to share this on my page at some point in the week, either before or after I release the podcast so that you can look at these questions and actually work through them yourself as well. So of course, I want to discuss your limiting beliefs with your soul traveler. So our soul traveler is that highest point of ourself and it doesn't necessarily have to be through travel, but it's just about embracing that side of ourself. And the thing is about traveling, particularly solo traveling, it's about huge changes. So making changes in your life or making changes through traveling can really open you up to changing your belief system. And you can connect to this part of yourself that is so alive and free and open to challenge. So like traveling, when you travel, it gives you a sense of direction and purpose. And it also challenges so many beliefs you have within yourself. And this is because like through travel, you challenge yourself to a degree that is really hard to do in everyday life. So I actually wanted to share a story of my own with this. So as a child, I had ulcerative colitis and I really developed a belief that I couldn't do much without my mum because I really, really depended on my mum and shout out to my mum because she really, really helped me. She fought for me to get treatment to sort out my ulcerative colitis. It was not a fun time. Maybe I'll do an episode on it later, but um, allowing myself to travel changed that belief I had about myself. So I really did not think I was a an independent person. I was very, very dependent and I relied on my mum and I wasn't sure if I was ever going to be able to be somewhere where I couldn't like constantly seek her advice. Like I really developed this strong belief that I needed her always. (laughs) And that was because like she was my support person whenever I'd be in pain. And so by traveling, it allowed me to realize that I actually, I can do it by myself like I can do things alone and having the power to be able to do things alone and trusting yourself to do things alone is amazing because it's allowed me to do other things I never thought I'd be able to do alone like the self-dating going to the movies going to a restaurant by myself like just traveling and realizing my independence as a person has been so so beneficial to me and changing my belief that I had to that I had that I could not be by myself and I could not be alone and I was dependent. And there were so many other beliefs that also changed, but we'll be here forever if we go through them all. But I do want to discuss one more that it did change. And that was in high school. I never really found myself to be a confident person. I really didn't feel like I could be myself. I wasn't really, didn't really speak freely to people. And that developed the belief that I couldn't really easily meet new people. And again, traveling changed that. Like I was able to... I, at this point in life, I it does not phase me meeting new people and talking to new people because my belief is that I'm really good at making new friends easily. And how that has changed from I could only speak to my friends and I couldn't really approach new people to I have no problem approaching new people and I make friends easily. Like how that belief has changed over time is just incredible to look at and it can happen and that happened for me through traveling and putting myself out of my comfort zone. So the law of attraction and limiting beliefs. So we all have unlimited potential. However, whatever you focus on and whatever your subconscious focuses on will make a point to show to you. So if you're focusing on these limiting beliefs, then it is not possible for you to receive your manifestation. It cannot happen because you're focusing all your attention on how it can't happen. And when you're focusing on the can't, you will not get 
the manifestation. Like you, it will not happen. It's actually one of the biggest obstacle obstacles that you will find that will block your manifestations is limiting beliefs. And once you do the work and you get rid of your limiting beliefs, you will be shocked at how easy you can manifest. You just need to work through it. You need to realize that you can change it. And this is why inspired action is so important because when you take inspired action and see that you can do it, it's a lot easier for you to change your belief. The thing is like our subconscious mind, it actually creates these beliefs just as a form of protection. And this is likely from previous trauma. And it can even be really small beliefs like that, you know, um, you can't learn a language or you can't do something or you're not good enough for someone and they lower your vibrational energy. And once you learn to release this belief, you will just receive anything you want, anything, because there is three steps of manifesting. Ask, ask for the, ask for the desire, believe in the desire receive the desire. It is that simple. You just need to master your new belief and then you will manifest it into your life. You need to believe that and then you are good. And again, it's just important you take it one belief at a time. Don't rush yourself so you don't get too overwhelmed, but you can do it and you can change that belief. Like it is possible. Just use the tips, change the belief around and you'll be amazed to see some of the potential that you like how far you can go and the potential you have that you may have just never realized you did have. All right, friends, thank you so much for listening to episode 26 about limiting beliefs. I really hope that it's been able to help you, that you're able to work on your belief system a little bit and kind of start bringing your manifestations through it. Uh, Let me know what you think of the episode. Send me a DM, send me a message or give me some tips of what you want to hear. So you can find me on Soul Traveler Full Stop Coach on Instagram or TikTok and also on Instagram, Uncovering Subconscious Full Stop Podcast. So those details will be below as well, but give me a follow. I would love to hear from you guys. I would also love, love, love if you could rate the podcast. Um, Just in, in Spotify, there's just a rating at the main page of the podcast details. Oh my God, I don't know how to explain this, but yeah, you just can give it a rating out of five stars. Um, Anyway, so just before we end the episode, as always, I'm going to share a travel story. And this one kind of goes along the lines of limiting beliefs. So I thought I'd share this one today. So this was five years ago. It was my first trip to London, actually. And it was also my first solo, solo, like, short trip. Like I, I was living in the Netherlands. I came to London. I came with some friends. I had my 21st birthday. They all went home. I wanted to stay a bit longer to just solo travel. I stayed at this hostel and it was so nerve wracking and I just wanted to meet some people and I was a little bit scared and I was like, I need to, I just need to do it. I just need to meet some people. And I went downstairs and I was like looking and it was like a bar and it was really packed. There was nowhere to sit. And I had this like moment of courage where I was like, no, I'm going to buy a drink and then I have to find somewhere to sit. So once I've got a drink, I've got to find somewhere there's no backing out. So I ordered myself a drink and then I was like, oh my God, now I need to, I need to find somewhere to sit. So I'm going to have to talk to people. And so I like looked around, I was like, hey, who's our friendly group? Let's have a look. And I saw these group of people and I approached them and it was scary. Like, oh, that walkover, I was like, hi, how are you going? Like, do you mind if I sit with you guys? 
guys like I'm I'm from Australia like I don't I don't really know anyone here and it's funny because they they looked a little bit shocked at first and now I kind of know why because the British are not used to people approaching them like they're very like keep to yourself and they were all British um they were at a hostel bar so I think they were very they were open and they were happy for me to come sit with them but it um it is a like British thing where (laughs) they kind of go about their day um but yeah they they were like yeah of course of course I sat down I spoke to them they were really really cool people they ended up inviting me out the next day to go for lunch and I went to try this like popular lunch dish and I really need to find that place actually I can't remember where I went well I knew I know we went to thank god uh TGIF um and we got a cocktail and it was a really good day and it ended up by me taking a risk it also gave me something to do the next day so I went and saw them again the next day and it's just really fulfilling I every now and then keep up uh keep in touch with one of them on Instagram and and it's been five years so it's yeah just pushing through that limiting belief that you can't do something and using inspired action can really really change how you see a situation like that can that gave me so much confidence to realize I could I could just approach a group and I used that same confidence when I did it in Sweden I think I've shared that story and when I did it uh the story I shared today when I did it with the Americans like I realized that my new belief system around that is that I can do it people are friendly people are willing to talk and I can make new friends very easily and I can embrace that belief now I've kind of gone back into the topic of the episode, but that is the end of my travel story. And I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and don't forget to embrace your soul traveler. Bye friends.